coming to you empowered by StreamYard. Oh my it God. is the sons of what? <laughs> Every Fuck time you. they don't pay us. <laughs> All right, I'm going to redo that. One. We pay them. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just yell that we pay them every time. Coming to you, not live, empowered by Tommy's favorite, StreamYard. We pay them. This is bullshit that we shout them out every time. No free ads. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast. Coming to you with another weekly episode. I am Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter at disappointed... Oh, I mean, drunk Shy Sox fan. <laughs> and Hot Take Tommy. So on this episode of the Sons of Hunterkey podcast, we're basically going to talk about like pitchers and catchers reporting soon. Steve has a surprise segment for me, so I don't know what the hell that's going to be. Exciting, I'm sure. Um, and, you know, why not? We're going to talk about Carlos Correa's ankle again, because what the fuck else is going on? <laughs> All of this is brought to you by us. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review to your favorite four-star Chicago White Sox podcast. We are the four-star podcast in the four-star city. Tommy, talk to me. How was your week? Oh, my God. Was my week awful? Um, no, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I just work, man. Work sucks. I, I know. know. That's it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just say it, say it ain't so. Uh, <laughs> I uh, don't really have much else going on. We just went to Costco. I'll tell you what. Costco and Niles on a Saturday afternoon, early afternoon. Sounds awful. It's it's busy, my guy. Sounds awful. But uh, we got out of there, you know, uh, pockets a little lighter uh, and definitely alive still. What was your favorite purchase from Costco this morning, Tom? Oh, man, I'll tell you. Uh, So we walked out of there with what I do every time. I'll tell you what I do every time. And then what I did this handle of vodka. (laughs) I walked by, there was Koval there for 20 bucks. I was like, Oh, I should snag it. But uh, it's not the Koval vodka. That's the, that's the problem. So Koval vodka is lit. No, it was the uh, whiskey. Oh, Which is wait, good. is it bourbon or just whiskey? I don't I didn't read it. It was brown, dude. I, I it's brown, brown liquor. <laughs> brown liquor, and I like I said, oh Kuval, 20 bucks, nice price. And then I walked right by it because I was going to the clear liquors. That's a uh, steal. <laughs> I would have grabbed it. But you know me. Yes, brown I liquor do. for this. I uh what the the exciting purchase, what I, I what I do every time, and this is this is a hack. This is not actually a hack, but get the two bagel, <laughs> the two bagels, the two sleeves of bagels, and then freeze one. And then break it out for later in the, in the week. Bagels. I'm this big, is the exciting life. Of big bagel guy. One hot no, take, Tommy. But I got I got bagels. joggers. Joggers for twelve oh, joggers. Wow. Yeah, not like, bad. Now, are they like the sweatpant joggers or yeah, are they the Cam they're, Hewitt joggers? They're not the Cam Hewitt joggers that have like <laughs> that he wore to, till they were shredded into ribbons. <laughs> yeah, no, these are not the Cam Hewitt joggers. These are just. $12 joggers from uh, Eddie Bauer. Well, how was your week? What the hell? We're talking about Costco purchases here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's how exciting life is. I had like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I had three days this week where I worked at least like 10 and a half, 11 hours. Um, I feel it. So I, feel it. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I slept for good, solid 11 hours. 11, oh. 12 hours today. Wait, speaking of hours of sleep, that's first of all, that's fantastic. I'm glad I didn't wake you up this time like I usually do. Yes. And I usually yes. would. But I got a Fitbit, right? That I'm that was so proud the of you. this week. And it tells me that I sleep really badly. So yeah, that's man. nice. I believe it. You know what helps? <laughs> and and I started doing this, this this week. Exactly. You <laughs> pop half an edible right before you go to bed. I only and... know this because you tell me that like anytime like I'm like, hey, should we do it in the morning again? And he's like, yeah, let me just pop an Eddie when I get home and I'll fall like fall asleep right away. <laughs> exactly. <Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> no, and I did not have an edible last night. But and I you still slept 12 hours. That's very great. well. I had a lot of Miller Lite last night. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll some great tasting was filling. Uh, it was our traditional first Friday at work. There so, you go. Very not at, we did not drink at the school, but we. Drank oh, oh, not this time at our, at our local. Wall. Yeah, I said this. Oh my God, stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You always drink at the bar where you belong. Exactly. Well, oh, I belong at the bar. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear a joke? An Irishman leaves the bar. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't Irish. Irish. What is that bullshit? I'm not number one. I'm not Irish, <laughs> even though my mom's maiden name is Boyd. Um, it's it it, sounds it's Irish not Irish. Well. It is, but Lithuanian got changed at Ellis Island. Um, you would think the last name with no vowels would have got changed at Ellis Island. Yeah, they, they're they like, what the fuck is this? He's not gonna last. Whatever, let him in. Like- exactly. <laughs> um, 
But a Czech leaves a Czech man leaves the bar is probably worse because they actually have the highest uh, per capita uh, drinking rate of any oh other country God. in that the world. So that's because they have so much to be happy about in life, right? Yeah, no, a thousand percent, man. Um, no. <laughs> they're it's, not part of the Soviet on. bloc anymore. That's great. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> um, speaking of the Soviet bloc, um, what is this? Did you see, we're, we're, we were shooting Chinese uh, spy balloons. Yeah. balloons. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. USA, USA. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I was scrolling through that news this morning. I was like, why is this important? enough i want to i want to i want baseball news why am i looking at balloons from china news <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh well speaking of which we are a white Sox baseball podcast right tom bing bang boom uh so we should talk about the white Sox most recent move franklin <laughs> herman i'm sorry i can't i can't keep it straight yeah 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 that's it's great it's great it's great uh he was the 2022 white uh red Sox. pardon me now he's with the white Sox, but he was the 2022 minor league pitcher of the year for the red Sox. uh in 43 outings he notched a 272 era um his brief major league stint did not go as well eight runs four innings um that was a september call up um yeah tom thoughts on I always want to say Domingo Herman, but it's yeah, 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 Herman. but not Domingo Herman. It is Franklin. Franklin Herman. Franklin Herman. I think Domingo Herman would have been a better pickup, uh, but <laughs> no, I, I, well, frankly, I've got a hot take about it. Basically, is is that he was DFA'd. We didn't trade for Franklin Herman. We picked him up off waivers after he was DFA'd by the Red Sox. So another classic. Big splash in the free agent market. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. And I believe, and this is, you know, strap on your tinfoil cap for this one. I believe that they DFA'd him not because they didn't want him on the team anymore because his production was poor. I think they DFA'd him because he's a head case. And we'll find out. But do you have any idea of what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, why, why else would you DFA a guy who's 25 years old and... Herman was DFA'd on Monday to make room for left-handed reliever Richard Blyer, who was acquired in the trade that sent Matt Barnes to the Miami Marlins. Yeah, but why wouldn't you DFA, I don't know, somebody else down the rest, down the depth chart if he was such a great piece? I'm just saying, man, like... Because he's a 25-year-old guy who was their minor league pitcher of the year, Tom. Hey, they had I to make room for take. somebody that was... I told you it was hot take. Maybe, maybe you are. Maybe I'm you wrong. You literally have zero founding for this. Oh, absolutely. You don't have, like, a single None article or shred all. of evidence. The, the evidence ridiculous. that I have is a, is a pattern of behavior from the White Sox of picking up guys like Mike Clevenger, who is not actually uh, well... Uh, a man of well repute in the league and uh, just throwing him on our team and saying like clubhouse culture doesn't matter. Let's just like pick up randos off the street and bring them in. That's so that's he does have some, he does have some negativity. upside. I, I don't even know. I love that when you talk completely unfounded, <laughs> this is fantastic. Way out my ass. Yeah. There's, there's, there's literally nothing, nothing backing that. Thank yeah. God that I texted you and said, let's make this the shortest episode we have ever done. Um, <laughs> Good fucking luck slowing me wow. down. <laughs> um, 20, he's 25. Okay. I mean, massive upside. Not 25 year old pitcher. I mean, I, I mean, he's getting a little bit older. That being said, I, I don't, it's a low risk, high reward type of situation. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, the guy that the White Sox are getting rid of is Theo Den, Denlinger. I, I don't, I've never even heard of this guy. Um, and obviously I haven't heard of. Uh, sure. It wasn't Don, John Dillinger. Is that what so, that was? I, I hate you so much right now. Uh, but the White Sox are giving up a 26-year-old former seventh-round pick um, who had a 447 ERA in high A and double A last year. Okay. He might, he might end up with the Sox still if you, you know, like, you, does he have options? You know, like, either get you say you keep saying getting rid of him. Like, he might end up still in the minor leagues, and it's, like, no. Tommy, problem. this was the trade. This is a trade. Even though the Red Sox DFA'd him, it's still a trade. The White Sox had to get rid of something in order to acquire. 
I read the headline wrong. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we're good. We're we're all. Tommy back. is on point today, ladies yes, and gentlemen. We are all together now. All together. So this is uh this is the White Sox most recent move, and it is on brand for Rick Hahn, Tom. Why? Because it's a fucking bullpen piece. It's another fucking <laughs> bullpen piece. Boy, oh boy. The White Sox have a serious allegation issue right now with a starter that is supposed to be one of their five starters uh, once yep. opening day hits. And the problem is Rick Hahn and the rest of the front office does not see the need to go out and get another fucking starter, which is just absolutely ridiculous to me. Yeah. I can't wrap my mind around that. I mean, does at this point, let me ask you the question then. Uh, I'm going to transition the topic uh, from Theo Denlinger and uh, Franklin Herman to, um, yep, to our starting rotation again, which is something I think we talked about last episode. Does Mike Clevenger pitch in a Chicago White Sox uniform? I sure as hell hope not. And that's not a good thing for the on-field product, sure, but... You know, this team has had enough PR gaffes in the last couple of years that we do not need another one. We just don't. And like it's it, you you see an increasing number of tweets saying it is hard to be a White Sox fan after, you know, all the different things that this organization has put us through and, you know, losing a lot being one of them, but not the only thing. Right. Like I just I sure as hell hope he doesn't pitch in the uniform. That's. That's it. I really hope so too. But right now the White Sox seem to make zero effort to be gaining another starter in their rotation. Um, I've got a really bad feeling that Mike Clevenger is going to pitch in a White Sox uniform at this point. You know, I, I don't know what the odds would be, but you know, if the odds were decent, I would probably bet that Mike Clevenger is going to pitch as a Chicago White Sox because this organization right now seems to just not care about, no. Who, who, like you, you did kind of already mention it, like who's being brought onto this team, uh, the vetting process and, and clubhouse culture. I mean, did we not it. learn enough about Tony LaRusa as a manager and how clubhouse culture can have an influence on how your team performs? Well, I, I guess mean, not. You can go further back than that. 2016, like we learned zero lessons from what that collapse was like. Yeah. Just no, it doesn't matter. You don't need to think about these adults meshing in a, in a locker room. You just throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks. Like, no, that's not how a professional organization should run itself. But here we are. No. And and I just, I worry about, okay, if Clever, Clevenger's actually going to be on your active roster, then how are the rest of the guys in the clubhouse going to react to that? And I'm sure it's not going to be great for some of them. No. Why, why would they want somebody like that around? I mean, I'm not saying that, like, the White Sox, to a man, are probably the best role models in the world. But I just, like, going from the kindest human on earth, Liam Hendricks, to Mike Clevenger, you know, like, just a shift in culture there alone is enough to throw, drive somebody crazy, I'd assume. But... Who am I to say? I'm not a front office guy. I'm not Rick Hahn. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Absolutely. He's going to do what he's going to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's what it comes down to. And uh, the amount of nepotism, well, nepotiz in a sense, I, I feel like that's within this organization. And I really like the change of coaching staff, really like I was wrapping my head and my hopes around like, okay, there's some change coming, mm -hmm. right? But ain't shit changed, really, since 2016. And I, I know Rick Hahn's your guy, Tom, but good Lord. The fact that the window... I mean, look at this championship window that was talked about. Mm -hmm. Ask me after the parade is what this guy said. Yep. And the only thing that the White Sox have to parade about is game three of the ALDS, right? I mean, We won one. We won a playoff game, We Steve. won a playoff game. I guess we won one at, uh, against Oakland too, but oh yeah, if we count that, <laughs> yeah, I, it's just absurd. I like, what hope do I have to hang my hat on? Right? Are, do you have any hopes for this upcoming year? Well, you know, we've got Andrew Benintendi. Um, 
he could potentially get a power surge in a lefty friendly ballpark. I maybe <laughs> new new coaching. I think I'm gonna like Pedro Gafal. The summer is is nice in Chicago. It, it's pretty outside. Like the weather's <laughs> nice in Chicago during the summer. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah. I I mean I find myself siding with Fegan on this, where he gave the White Sox an F in the offseason. Usually I I don't go so harsh, but like it's just there was nothing inspiring done. Like you signed Andrew Benintendi, and then you had your mouthpiece in the press. Scott Merkin say that you finally landed the whale. The whale. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like that is such a slap in the face to fans. And like, I, it's not a bad signing, but that's not a fucking whale. Like that's no, no, not at all. Are the Chicago white Sox the most poorly run organization uh, of the major sports in the city of Chicago? Oh, in the city of Chicago. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, the Blackhawks are that that's pretty bad what the, like what all happened up there and th- yeah they they won a bunch of championships but they covered up a s- serious sex scandal and knew about it and now they are the worst fucking team in the NHL so i don't know like they might be <laughs> they might be worse off and but not by much they're trying to tank though there yeah i mean there's intentionality to it but Con- I think, connor like, bedard is supposed to be the next real the the thing like he is supposed to be the man he's supposed to be the next Sidney crosby type the next alexander ovechkin like you you're not missing with connor bedard and i you know, we could talk blackhawks hockey at, at yeah but, I, but i'm saying like i think that's the only competitor is that like and th- you're right though they do have a direction at least like but you know as far as press gaffes and general mood around the team blackhawks would be the closest that and you don't want to be in that company if you're a chicago sports the the bears really suck the bulls are in looking like they're going to be sellers this uh, this is uh trade no they should be they absolutely should be so kyrie irving wants out of the uh brooklyn steve how do you feel about a little levine for irving no No, well that ain't happening and then they're gonna have to give up and then some and then and and what else would you like us to take Uh, Um, no i i don't i there is a lot of people talking about like oh why don't we just pick up kyrie irving it's like well you don't you don't pick up kyrie irving you give up a lot for kyrie you give up a lot for kyrie irving and get kyrie irving which sucks so i mean he is one of the best offensive basketball players he is but he has the same kind of game that zach levine does he's an iso one-way player he doesn't play defense well he yeah like what like you're trading zach you would be giving up zach levine minutes if you don't give up zach levine for him and if you want to try and comp zach levine with kyrie irving he's better than he is better he is better (laughs) a lot better yeah and he's also the same kind of player though so like you're not enhancing if you don't like what the bulls are doing now with the team that they have they're not going to change their identity if they get Kyrie Irving. is what i'm saying for sure and i mean they should they shouldn't have given they, have. they shouldn't have given levine the contract they did that's not that's not how no it he was he was doing max contract he was like a three then you let him walk. you let him walk you, you let him walk you let you don't you play. don't let a guy that doesn't play defense get that kind of contract he was due a max contract. He plays no zero defense, bro. He plays I, zero defense. The 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 None. structure, None. the structure of the NBA and their salary systems and whatever. Max contract doesn't mean like what you what it sounds like it means. Like he, oh, I know, Tom. based on his, he was gonna get a max contract whether whether it was the Bulls or not is is the thing. And I mean, you can say that maybe you should have let him walk, but I mean, he was the best free agent out there in the last offseason. So if you were trying to win, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, a lot of this also hinged off of Lonzo Ball being, you know, this, yeah, this being a fucking, yeah, <laughs> not a ghost and playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's just not happening, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Well, enough balls talk for me, Tom, because that's depressing enough too. Right, but I I guess the your question your original question yeah, who's was who's the worst 
run <laughs> Chicago franchise right now. It's still the White Sox, right? It's still the what? Yeah, after all of that, everything that we had to say about the Blackhawks, everything we had to say about the Bulls. I mean, are they the worst stuck, run yeah. organization in MLB? I mean, the fact that you have to think about it is is pretty shitty. But, you know, the, the Cincinnati Reds are still alive. So you don't want to be them. You don't want to be the Pirates, even though the Pirates look like they might have put something together. Are you serious? We're talking about the organization that created a hype video around signing Vince fucking Velasquez. <laughs> Dude, he's going to deal. He's going to deal this year. <laughs> no, they have no chance in the Central, which is not a good sign. If you have no chance in the Central. Oh, the, the AL and the NL Central both are the shit. worst two divisions in and baseball. Easily. If you don't have a chance in those divisions, then you're the shittiest of the shittiest. So, right, right. Look at yourselves in the mirrors, White Sox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I I mean, are we've you, got a chance. Are you willing to go that far to say that the White Sox do not have a chance at a division title this year? The, I mean, they got a chance. They got a chance. Um, but I mean, it's it's the same story that we were that we were telling in 2019. They've got the same chance. Like if this guy and this guy and this guy click, then the White Sox will win this division. It's, we shouldn't be saying the same story. We shouldn't be spinning the same thread, you know, four years later. But here we are. Like, if if these guys click, then maybe we can we can get something done in the division. But it's not. And, and then what? You know, we get into the fucking playoffs and get our asses whooped. Like it's it's not worth it you know like honestly like i do want to see winning baseball during the season so i won't say like i don't want them to try but i do want them to not do this middling bullshit that we've been experiencing every off season yeah god damn it i mean like didn't we say that we were going to try to turn the page here because this is the like the shittiest take on on white Sox baseball that we can possibly have <laughs> It's it's dreadful. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not hopeful. And I'm like, right. The That's problem just is it. you're not hopeful. We bought in. We bought into we Rick did. Hans idea of the rebuild is on. OK, rebuilds over. Window is here. And it, it didn't come to fruition, obviously. Yep. Um, I still remember. It, I still remember at the end of the 2020 playoffs when I was like, that sucks like that was like a dagger through the heart especially the way that season ended but i was sitting there like it's okay we're gonna be back the next three years and we're gonna make some serious noise and we were back the next two and then 2022 happened so i don't know man i i but like zooming out big perspective you're absolutely right we bought the fuck in and we this is what we this yeah. is what it wrought, I guess. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of books have the White Sox at 85 and a half wins. You taking the over, you taking the under. I think I have to take the over, honestly. Like, really? I that know. hopeful. You well, still got some hope no, if you think it's, you're going to get more than 85 wins. It's the division, man. Like, the Royals, they they just suck, man. The well, Less games against the division this year. It's true. It's true. The, but the then again, the, historically, the White Sox the last two years have played like shit against the Tigers in, the, in KC. They played 500 yeah. ball against those teams. Yeah, that's I crazy. Mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I it, it, it will be not a good thing that we're going to play teams like the Mets and the Braves and the and the Dodgers and, you know, fucking Padres. We're going to play all these teams in the NL that we usually wouldn't run into. But I just don't I don't have faith that that's going to that the division is going to <laughs> hold up. its Because that's the other part is that the division that we're playing in will also suck more because they'll be losing these games that they're playing because they're playing less games against the division as well. I don't know. I, I, I got a feeling that 85 wins is is within reach and then some. Yeah. I mean, the schedule is not necessarily the easiest this year, just looking at it, especially when you talk about these road trips, right? Um, we were talking about Tampa Bay on the road, you, uh, which you do every year, but you do it's every early, year. On, early on in the year. Okay, so the teams that you don't 
play on the road every year. Seattle. Well, I guess they do. What am I talking about? Play Jeez, Seattle just, every year. just clip all that. I'm sorry. There are some tough road trips. I mean, you, you've got Atlanta on the road. You've got Colorado on the road. I mean, maybe, I don't know. That's, that's a wash. It depends on how the offense is this year, right? And um, we actually split games with them this last season. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just too pessimistic in a sense, right? Um, they I got the Do- they got the Dodgers on the road. I mean, they've got the Mets on the road. They've got Washington. I mean, Washington's not good, but Washington's booty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are some tougher teams in here, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That the White Sox have to take into consideration. Um, I I don't know. Eighty five. I think eighty five is going to be right on the dot. And whether that gets them in the playoffs or not. You'll yeah. have to see uh, that. Yeah, I think that's just it is like 85 seems like a reasonable like three more wins than last year or whatever. I mean, that's <laughs> that is reasonable to say, right. like, I, th- I don't think we're going to be as bad as last year, but I don't think we're going to be that much better. Yep. And hey, that's about 85 wins. So <laughs> four extra wins. You replace you replaced. AJ oh, yeah, Pol- four. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you replaced AJ Pollock with Andrew Benintendi um, and you replaced Tony LaRusso with Pedro Grafal. And you, you lost Jose Abreu. You lost, and you lost Jose Abreu. You're losing Liam Hendricks for the year. Um, you lost the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Cueto. Yeah, and well, and yeah, they're replacing Johnny Cueto with I'm, whatever they're deciding to do with Clevenger and the rest of their back-end starters. I yeah. guess you get a healthy crochet. Hopefully, Michael Kopech stronger than he's been, um, mm-hmm. like in regard to his health. Um and, and being we just, injury prone, we should not be doing this game. Way too many what ifs. ifs. Way too many what ifs for a team that was supposed to have their their window. Four contention. years later, we're still saying if this guy clicks, if yep. this guy clicks, if this guy clicks, which is right. just, I don't know. I mean, the 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 one way to make sure that you're not saying that at the start of a season is to go Mets mode and just sign everybody, but. That's never going to happen. I just feel like there's there's a middle ground between what we're doing and what the Mets are doing. There, there, there's definitely a middle ground somewhere in there <laughs> like, yeah. where we could just give it a shot, you know, yeah. or some of your first round talent actually has to turn into legitimate talent. The best, the best first round pick or yeah, or international signings. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the best first round pick that the Chicago White Sox have had in the Rick Hahn tenure is no longer a Chicago White Sox. He is a New York Yankee. New York Yankee. Um, so, and who knows? Maybe Andrew Vaughn is, is, is maybe the real Andrew deal, Vaughn. right? Yeah. And I really think he's going to have a breakout year. You know, he hit a ball over a building when he was at Cal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've seen I've seen the highlight. <laughs> I've seen the highlight. He's really got one of the most beautiful swings in baseball. Yeah. Um, no, I a, just, he's, he's good. He's really good. And we've got a lot of players that are good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, man, they we have zero superstars, and I don't know how we've gone through this much of a freaking rebuild, or this much of a I still call it a rebuild, but this much of a window, a quote unquote window, and we don't have a superstar. How is that possible? How because you were because this organization was banking on Aloy and Luis and Yoan Moncada and Tim Anderson being superstars, and guess what? They haven't proven it yet. The yeah. closest we've gotten to that is is Tim being one of the best contact hitters in baseball, yeah. having um, a, having the batting title in twenty twenty one. I think it was anyway. Right, right. Um, yeah. And when it comes to shortstops, he's he's still one of the best when it comes to uh, contact hitting. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but with that being said, the other talent has not proven to be um, so. If if it's not going, if it hasn't proven to be, you've got to go out and do something about that. And the yeah. White Sox have not, right? I think we're better off than the Twins. Well, apparently you were afraid of the Twins per uh, last episode. Yeah, um, but here, okay. So, so tinfoil cap time again. Oh, um, here we go. <laughs> John Heyman, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt because it's John Heyman with the New York Post. New York but Post. John, John Heyman. Heyman said that apparently he had a doctor, a source, that said Carlos Correa's ankle 
was one of the worst ankles he's ever seen. Worse off than he's ever seen an ankle. And he thinks that it's a Houdini act. I think that was a direct quote. A Houdini act to get <laughs> to get a, a contract like what he got with the Twins signed after two, two failed physicals and an ankle in that state. So maybe I was wrong about this whole like, his ankle's fine now and it's going to get bad later. Maybe his ankle's bad now. I don't know. We shall see. I we shall we'll see. Find out. Um, anyway, I wouldn't want to be a Twins fan. That's I wouldn't all. either. I wouldn't either. I feel bad for a guy, Joel Brand. We should get him back on at some point. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, Carlos Correa, huh? Let's talk about Carlos Correa and your best player <laughs> who can't see more than, you know, 100 games a year. Yep. Uh, yep. Byron Buxton. He's could probably be, could, amped. He's probably really the, excited about the season, let's be honest. Could be the best five-tool player in baseball, but, you know, he can't stay healthy. Um, <laughs> and how about Sonny Gray, your ace? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that's too much. No. That's pa- over the Pablo line. Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Or uh, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan, that's right. Oh, jeez, just bad. Just bad. No, I still right. would take the White Sox rotation yeah. 10 days out of yeah. 10. Um, all right, Tom. Ready for surprise segment? Yeah, let's do it. We haven't done one of these in a minute. Give me a would you rather segment. Oh man, uh, this or that segment. Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it. All right, gotta get my uh, mind right. There's it, the theme is 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 the 2023 season. Okay, it's just okay. the 2023 season. The future in general. Uh, some of these are related to the roster. Some of these are related to around the ballpark. Some of these are related to just um, yeah. Just basically that. Those two. All right. Okay, got it. <laughs> First one. Would you rather go to a bobblehead day and get a bobblehead? Or would you rather go to Hawaiian shirt day and get a Hawaiian shirt? Hawaiian shirt day. Big time. You're a Hawaiian got, shirt like, day guy, right? I like bobbleheads. They're they're kind of fun, but I got nowhere to fucking put them. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, what am I gonna put a new shelf up? Like, hey, look, look behind. What, I know you got you got your bookshelf that doesn't have books on it. So that's, that's right. uh, <laughs> I don't read. That's what happens when you grow up in Rockford. <laughs> hey, you got a private education. So um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. All right, next one. <laughs> would Would you rather this or that? Dower Dog Wednesdays come back oh or? Free T-shirt Thursdays because those are not officially back yet. Oh no! I mean, yeah. I I think free T-shirt Thursdays are gonna come back, but God damn it, they need to bring Dollar Dog back. Dollar mm-hmm. Dog Wednesday was Dollar the Dog shit. Wednesday was the shit indeed. I think that would get Cam, our buddy Cam Hewitt back too. For, oh yeah, he'd be uh, in every Wednesday in the, in the middle of the week. <laughs> he'd be in drive every all Wednesday. the way from Holland, Michigan. Yeah, he'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> all right. This was this next one's gonna be near and dear to your heart. And I think you're going to have a heart choice, actually. But I think I know where you're going to go. Let's hear it. Maxwell Street Pork Chop Sandwich or 35th Street Polish. Oh, man. Man, you. Wow. You went right right for the heart on that. Yeah. Uh, Might be the toughest one here. I think the the, uh, no, 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 no. 35th Street Polish. Finalizer. Okay. 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 Lock it in. I think I think the fries seal the deal, man. Those are seriously still some of the best fries in the city. Yeah. And I think the mem the mems, the memories of I, the, the other question is it's basically before their game or after the game is another part of it. Oh, that. very true. You know what I mean? Very true. Before the game vibes, you're hopeful. The Sox might win. If you That's right. after the game vibes, there's a fifty percent chance the Sox lost. So <laughs> it's fair. I have yet to go to Maxwell Street sober, though. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you. I have you don't go 35th. to Maxwell Street. Yeah, you have had it sober. Yes, I have had thirty fifth sober, but um, we got internet connection issues here. Hold up. I just experienced this, but I think we're good now. You're really frozen. I don't know if it's me or you. I think we're back, but we, but I did, I saw the same, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're still pretty delayed on my end, but. Oh, okay. Well, and it doesn't, it's actually not popping up on my end. Are you getting a little Wi-Fi notifier or no? No, I'm not. Mine's, okay. I think we're good, good now. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Okay. I marked it. So I'll remember. Ooh. Cool. 
All right, my next few are roster related, Tom. So I hope right, you're ready. Here we for go. This. Okay. Would you rather have Aloy Jimenez start every game in right field, or would you rather have Gavin Sheets start every game in right field? <laughs> I think. I mean, the obvious answer is Eloy Jimenez, but there's a snake in the grass in the sense that then he's playing right field. Like, as far as do I, who would I rather have in the starting lineup? That answer is obvious, and it's Eloy Jimenez. However, I, I think, I think the answer is still Eloy Jimenez in right field over Gavin Sheets in right field because Gavin Sheets isn't much better in right field. It's just he's probably less likely to get injured. Uh, <laughs> Now, this isn't necessarily a roster question. It's only in right field. So the other person's right. probably DHing, right? Yeah. My answer is Gavin I, Sheets I, in right field. I oh my god. Avoid to DH. I've been avoid to DH ever since he karate kicked the left field wall in twenty nine. Was that twenty? That was twenty nineteen. Ever since he karate kicked yes. the wall, yes. and that's that's an accurate description of what he did. No, he did. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. Um, now. Remember the futures game. What side of the what part of the outfield was he playing when he made that diving catch into the stands? Well, it was more of a reach over the wall catch. What side of the uh, field? What where was he playing? What position so, was he playing? So they don't remember this was 2016, 2015, 2016. He's not played right playing? field since then. He has not played right field since then. <laughs> he made a highlight reel catch. In 2016, playing right field, I got to believe. I got to believe that he's coming back strong. Big right field. I don't think that's how it works, but I do like your optimism. <laughs> you are the the you are the wellspring of, of optimism that this podcast needs, so I appreciate you. <laughs> it's getting harder. It's getting harder. It, it really is. It really is. All right, my next one. Would you rather have dinner and a night of board games with Giolito or a night out on the town with Yoan Mankata. <laughs> I don't think I'd survive a night out on the town with Yoan Mankata. I'm going to be honest. So I got to go with the board games in with, uh, with Giolito. <laughs> Plus I get fair. to meet his cats. That is true. That is true. I think me three years ago, even, even two years ago would have chosen the Mankata night. Now that I'm getting old, and you after bald. two beers, you're gonna choose the Mankata night. It's like, <laughs> just get you, just get you going a little bit, just a little, and then you'd you'd be game to go out on the town. Those beers better be like nine percent, because that's the juju <laughs> juice that I need, the go go juice, <laughs> as they say. So, um, next one, Tom, bar fight. Who would you rather be? Who would you rather have as your sparring partner, or not? Your, you know, your not your sparring partner. That's not the right term. Who would you rather have as your partner in crime? Lance Lynn in a bar fight on your side. Lance okay. Lynn or Michael Kopech? <laughs> Lance Lynn? Are you kidding me? I I know. Like Michael Kopech's got that fire in him. Like he could. Like I think he might like break a bottle and like go after somebody. <laughs> that kind of energy, like. <laughs> but it's the big bastard for a reason. Like he could throw that weight around and really do some damage. I believe that. And this is why I think this is a tougher question. Than you think I understand that yeah. Lance Lynn has that, that, that demeanor and that you know, he's the, he's a big dude, right? Yeah. And you want oh, the yeah. guy who's a big dude on your side, but Michael right. Kopech's got a little bit of crazy in him. Okay. Yeah. I want somebody, fuck somebody that's got somebody a little up. Exactly. I want somebody that's got a little crazy in him. Somebody that, you know, is just going to go on a complete rampage um, if he gets pissed yeah. off. So yeah. I'm going to take Michael Kopech. He's already scary enough, too. I mean, this dude's thighs are probably the size of my torso. So, no, yeah, he's 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 yoked and I don't think he would hold back. No, no, not at all. <laughs> you make a good point. You make a good point. Thank you. All right. 2023 schedule. Summer road trip. Would you rather go to Atlanta or would you rather go to Colorado? Mm, I, I I would want to do Colorado because the Sox are more likely to win there. Um, good point. 
Very good point. <laughs> and it's a beautiful stadium. Uh, I know Truist, is it Truist Park? It's Truist new Park. down in Atlanta. But um, newer is not always better, right? Like, I think that I think that I'd, I'd go for Coors, Coors Field. Yeah, I've been to Atlanta. It's cool. Um, the ballpark village that they've got down there is, is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've only been outside of Coors Field. I definitely want to get in it. Uh, yeah, that's what she said. That's what she um, said. Yeah, thank you. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, and actually, that's the plan. I actually plan to go in August. So hopefully, ah, fingers right. crossed, that comes to fruition. It's probably a, not a good use of PTO days, but screw it. Um, <laughs> go cross off a you'll, new ballpark on my list. You'll be sick on Monday. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Motion sick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Sunday will be my sober up day. Um, next question. Uh, guaranteed rate field question, Tom. All right. And this is going to be a tough one for you, too, I think. Would you rather catch game in the club level or catch Ooh. game in the 108? Son of a bitch. You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you cornered me. Because I am going to be the guy that gets lambasted for saying anything otherwise than, like, if I don't say 108, then I'm the asshole. Well, guess what? I'm the asshole. I'd rather sit in the club level. <laughs> Look, I hate I, how much I, you love the club level. It is nice, man. They got carpets. Um <laughs> No, 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 no. Look, look, here's the thing. I I know that I'm going to get blasted if I sit in the 108. And I I don't know if my body can take that anymore. <laughs> like, I'm a, I know I know I'm complaining. I'm a young buck. I can I can handle it. I can probably go and go about my. Yeah, like, look, I'm not 21, right? Like, <laughs> and these guys are seasoned vets and they they're they're ready to freaking lay it down lay down the gauntlet and and chug a beer and i am not i am not Fair. <laughs> look Fair. i i am super happy to visit but uh man if the club level sick tickets are there man just for the taking whoo you, you can catch me up there with my feet up <laughs> all right all right you already know how i feel about the club level your bougie ass with your so, bougie ass exactly <laughs> i'd rather be a boozy ass than a bougie ass if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true my final one for you tom and uh i was kind of talking about this before we got on um and it's hard for us to envision this as white Sox fans because we had our first ever back-to-back postseason appearances in, in 2020 and 2021 with this organization would you rather have one guaranteed world series in the next three years or would you rather see 10 consecutive postseason appearances? 10 consecutive postseason appearances. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, as, as, shit, I think that's like, that might be loser mentality. Like, a lot of people, like, might consider that loser mentality. But I'm, I would rather have the expectation that, we are in it every year. Like we're in it. We we have a chance. There's some there's a reason to watch every single year versus like not like going all out one time, getting it, and it being like the highest high in the world, but then like the season surrounding it being like I mean that's 05 for you, right? The highest mm-hmm. high. And I guess what I'm saying is we've already had option A where like you got the World Series and nothing else. Like you got the World Series, but it's been shit everywhere around since then and before then. And like, yeah, I would rather be a contender year after year after year after year after year. I really would because again, like then you you got the whole season where there's some there's a rewatch the whole season where you're more likely to see a win than a loss when you go to the game. Like Fair. that's, that's good vibes. That's so you'd rather be the Dodgers, the Dodgers than the nationals. I would rather be the Dodgers than the nationals. And the Dodgers did get their, you know, they did get a world series technically with the 2020, but Mickey mouse world series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, technically. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's in the record books. It counts kind of. 
nothing like choke n- nobody chokes more than the Dodgers in the playoffs so it's true that's true I, I don't know I think I would take I and I'm gonna maybe this is contrarian of me I'd rather take the guaranteed World Series just because I when when are we gonna see a white a White Sox World Series again like oh five like it's I, I'm starting to lose maybe it's all the drinking um, but I'm starting <laughs> to lose all of the memories of, of 05 right. and, and it loses its luster. It's like all these people who talk about the 85 bears, right? The right. 85 bears are the most overhyped, overglorified mm-hmm. championship team of, of definitely of Chicago sports history, let alone maybe sports history in general, because the yeah. bears have had a history of suck from 19 the late the mid to late 1960s so i'll say the late 1960s because they have like an nfl championship in 1963 (laughs) so from the late 60s until now the bears have just had a history of suck i mean two two super bowl appearances two super bowl appearances and one super bowl victory and and everybody hangs their hat on the 85 bears and the super bowl shuffle and mike dicka and and devin hester running it back the first play of the game and, and that's six. the thing. That's literally yeah. the only other memory that people have. Like, yep, yeah. And actually, I think uh, I think today is the anniversary of that. If I'm not mistaken, I think today is the 17th anniversary. Yeah, of yeah. that kickoff return. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah, that's um, crazy. All right, but Steve, like y- what you're describing is just that. Like you would have you would have your team get a guaranteed World Series, sure, but then you would have the same you're you're literally shitting on the bears for being like they've they've done it twice and that's it they like they've they've barely but those high highs is like what everybody goes for and they don't give a shit about like the continued success like i would way way rather have a team that is in it every year that there's a reason to watch every night than oh we did it once you know like that's that's like peaking in high school bro like that like, yeah yeah I don't want, I don't, I would rather see 10 years of, of postseason appearances. I and think those I'm, banners fly forever, right? That's, they do. that's, guess what? You get a banner for getting to the postseason. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those banners do fly forever and they, they still, forever. It, it, it's still short of what you want your team to do. And yeah, I think part of me I'll, is just granted, jealous. Granted. Part of me is just jealous, particularly right. of Cubs fans and 2016. Yep. We were 21. We were 21 years old. I know. And the Cubs won the World Series in the city we were living in. We we would have lost our fucking minds, Steve. I would not have survived. Tommy, I would have gotten, be a different I would have gotten kicked out of North Park University. Guaranteed. Okay. Yeah. Without a doubt. I would have been yeah. lighting fireworks off the top of Anderson. I would have climbed on top of the roof of Berg. I would have pissed on Sol- on the flagpole at Solberg. I, I would have I would have done <laughs> everything ridiculous. i'd have been swimming in the north branch man like <laughs> exactly right i i may have died without yeah. them kicking me out from yeah. the illnesses i would have gotten from the north branch of the chicago river like <laughs> my no. mind it, it would just explode like that would right. be pure ecstasy and right i get that i get that yeah. so i, I know what i'm training I when that. i say right you want the highest high and I'm saying, like, I'm trying to be more measured. Oh, what else is new? I'm, I'm being a little bit more measured. <laughs> yes. And I think uh, part of me knows, too, that I'm not going to be living in Chicago or the Chicagoland area for the rest of my life. You know this, man. Anyway. Moving to Michigan? That's uh, a, probably. But the fuck's the difference? <laughs> no, it's the difference. <laughs> just right across the pond, man. Yeah. Look, Lake Michigan, just get a boat. Exactly. Get a, get a boat. <laughs> It's a little tiny sailboat across Lake Michigan. That would go real well. Um, that's I want. I want that joy. I want that so badly. Honestly, more than a lot of other things that I could want in my life. Children. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I wanted this episode to be short. Of course, we're at like I know. forty-eight yeah. minutes. Plus, we're having too much um, fun let's uh let's wrap this thing up what what, yeah. what do you what are you thinking here well i man i mean like there was a lot of downers in there and and like you know this is there's not much hope going around but white Sox pitchers and catchers they report on the 15 days yep 
So here we go. We're we're kind of looking at go time. Oh, I did this. Here's the little final thought. Come on. I got to take a jab at Cleveland while we while we still can before the season starts. And, you know, the White Sox pitchers and catchers, they report February 15th. Uh-huh. Cleveland, they report February 17th. White Sox position players, they report February 20th. Cleveland, they don't report until February 21st. Looks like uh, the White Sox trying to put in the work, uh, win this division. It's, uh, K- Cleveland's going to be ca- caught slacking here. I They're... hate that you think that that's <laughs> going to make all the difference in the world. <laughs> two days. Hey, look. I mean, that's two days of workouts that they're not getting in. Let's go White Sox. Fun times in Cleveland gets to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like I'm trying to get my jabs in before the season starts. And Josh Naylor is like going off for no reason at all. <laughs> only against the white Sox. <laughs> only against only the white Sox. there's literally no reason for it Fantastic. oh my god all right yeah. tom well thank you for indulging me in another white Sox talk uh this weekend it hell yeah man is a joy as always i still kind of hate this ball club right now and oh my god everything that they stand for <laughs> i really hope <laughs> I really <laughs> hope Mike Clevenger does not pitch for this team. I really I hope, hope they go out and get another starter. I Please really God. hope Please. that Luis and Aloy and Moncada have career seasons and Tim Anderson is still a slapdick motherfucker. Um, if he can get a little juice, a little power, just a little power. Right. I mean, like, if the rest of the guys hit for power too, that that you know what, then that'll suffice. Fuck it, yeah. Gavin Sheets is uh, a positive WAR player this year. Um, <laughs> if only it'll uh, help if he's not playing right field, Steve. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, Monty Grandal doesn't swing a wet pool noodle. Well, Yuri Garcia plays less than eighty games um, in your dreams, Steve. In your fucking dreams, he's playing one hundred and forty games, and you. They know must it. feel really good about Romy and winning <laughs> Sosa if this is they passed up on all the second base options. I mean, there weren't that many great ones, but there were still options. There were options. There were Josh Harrison just got signed by the Phillies, by the way, that yeah. dream's dead. Yep. The, uh, the, we lost the Josh Harrison sweepstakes, $2 million. <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know about this That's organization. Everything. That's I don't need to know anything. That's everything. Else. Nothing. Oh my more. God. Nothing $2 million. More. Way too much money for a one year. Yeah. Two exactly. Million. Man. Oh my That's God. it's, it's a tough cut, uh, check to cut. For for Rick Hahn and Kenny Williamson <laughs> and Jerry. <laughs> On that note, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Try to stay a little bit more optimistic than me. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Bye. <laughs>